um, poof, there are so many. I just take, I literally picked the first one that, that pops up my head. Um, I used to believe that, that the world is really full of scarcity and that there aren't technologies yet that allow us to be more sustainable. And I thought that there isn't enough food to feed everybody, uh, just to give you a few ideas. But the more I researched, <laughs> the more I learned, I have come to the conclusion, here I need to be very smart with my wording, This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. curiosity question for you is what's your plans for the future it is not the future you should be afraid of because a lot of people are though it is the belief that you will make it but how do you ensure this mindset mindset is everything if you switch over to abundant mindset I promise you this journey will be much easier say to yourself there is no right there is no wrong no good or bad and you just say i am going to make a great future but first sometimes you need some extra knowledge to really make this happen and i have someone on today that unlocks that hidden expertise inside of you, the person who believes that there's not a place that is scarcity, but is absolutely abundant for you and your future employment opportunities. And even maybe you want to create your own wealth and make a new spot for you. So, Today, I have strategist and keynote speaker, Dr. Natalia Vakowski on. She joins me to discuss the ins and outs of personal branding. Natalia and I will go through personal branding in different global markets, choosing the right media channels for your personal brand, using LinkedIn to the fullest potential, creating effective content, and dodging personal branding failures. So, without further ado, give a warm welcome to the one and only Dr. Natalia Wachowski. Hi, wow. hi, Natalia. 
Hi, Logan. What an introduction. Thank you so much. I love the abundance part. Yeah, we're, I, I'm just I'm geeking out on that lately. Um, so I'm scratching my own itch. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, um, this, the mission of the show is really to, uh, to sort of see what brought someone to kind of scratch their own itch. And to me, that means... Yeah, they just have this this constant question that they're trying to solve for themselves. Um, so, you know, what kind of brought you to where you're at now by scratching your own itch? That's a very good question. I tend to be, or I used to be a people pleaser. So I always listen to the advice and the opinions of others. And I lived my whole life like this until the mid end of my 20s. And then realized that everybody saw me as super positive and successful, but I didn't see myself that way. And somehow it became clear to me that I actually have no clue what success and what happiness means to me. And that this way of how society perceives success and happiness, that that's something that doesn't make sense to me. I felt empty. I felt sick. I actually was sick. And I, I had the feeling that I wouldn't make it until the age of 60, 70 or 80 if I had to continue living like that. So at a certain stage, I really understood that I need to change if I want things to change and that life doesn't have to be so much pain. So I quit my job, went on a sabbatical, started doing my homework, read a lot, started meditating and literally failed myself up to the dream lifestyle that I have right now. And as I am a millennial, I have FOMO, right? The fear of missing out. So social media is my thing. And I'm connected to a lot of creative people because I used to be a competitive dancer or athlete for a very long time. And what I realized is that a lot of creative people, they are outstanding, but they cannot market themselves. And then on the other side, there are people who are really not that good at what they do. Actually, they suck, but they make a huge amount of money just because they know how to present themselves. So I realized, you know what? I need to learn that because I want that amazing lifestyle as well. And I want to help my friends and I want to do something with social media and I want to be my own boss. And I really need to face my, please excuse my English, shit. Because if I don't do that, nothing is going to change. <laughs> I love it. I love it how you um the last thing you talked about was that sort of like, you know, there are a lot of people that are untalented that just have a wicked good market uh marketing game. And so what do you think is is right away are key things that people are are doing on LinkedIn that kind of do stand out? And, and even if it's not incredibly talented, it's like wow, like maybe it's tools like hashtags or tagging people or, you know, what are things that people can do to sort of like, you know, maybe they're not good at marketing, but they would love to get in a LinkedIn game. I think that nowadays there is a lot of noise on social media. So you need to stand out. You need to somehow visually or through your wording or through whatever you do, make sure that you grab people's attention. And it's totally up to you if you do that through vulgar or even shocking material or through a very uh, 
I recently spoke to somebody who described very uh, Gary Vaynerchuk in a very interesting way. I think he said he uses a lot of colorful language, <laughs> which I find brilliant. So you can use colorful language or you can use colorful video material or pictures. Whatever it is, tell people something that questions their way of thinking, something that makes them angry, something that makes them laugh or think. So trigger emotions in people. Uh, doesn't matter if they're good or bad. That totally depends on your brand and its vibe and its overall target. And make sure that you also visually stand out. That would be my recommendation. I love it. Yeah, that's um, incredible um, talking about you know, emotionally grabbing somebody because I know for a fact that when someone makes me feel a certain way, I remember them. But I don't always remember what they say. Um, mm. You know, and and that just goes above and beyond, uh, and you know, and I think that's why motivational speakers they have those those trademarks. Let's like the Les Brown, you know, um, uh, you, you gotta be hungry, you know, and so, um, and 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 do you recommend that for people that are uh, that are even seeking employment to sort of even think about? personal branding themselves because this might be um a new topic to them where they're like personal branding i've never heard of this um even if i'm just trying to look for a job would it be smart to 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 do some personal branding absolutely i mean in the end you have a personal brand if you like it or not that's just a fact so it's totally up to you if you would like to be a passive victim of your personal brand and have an average one, or if you take ownership of your life and get yourself out there and shape it or form it in a way that serves you and your overall purpose. Because what is personal branding? Personal branding can be also called self-marketing or impression management. So in the end, it is a business tool, a leadership tool, a communication tool that helps you finding a job, becoming a better speaker, becoming a better storyteller, whatever your target is. I mean, there's not one target when it comes to personal branding, but I absolutely believe in the power of it. And yes, there are so many ways how you can find a job or actually change the game and be found uh, when you have a great personal brand. Hey friends, so let me ask you real quick. Are you someone who's trying to get more visibility? Who's trying to be in front of the crowd? Well, if that's you, I want to let you know that first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, if you want to get on more podcasts or ones that actually scratch your own itch, meaning maybe you have a book or a business or maybe you do speaking, or if you don't yet do speaking, maybe you can. And maybe you'd love to. Well, I put something together for you. And in this little giveaway, I'm going to show you how to pitch yourself or podcast. And how to actually be professional when you show up so you can be the next authority in your niche. So you can start scratching your own itch. I know what it's like to build something, create something, and then there just be crickets. No one wants that. You need to be seen. You need to be heard. 
because you have a message to share, a message that is worthy of hearing. Podcasts nowadays, more than ever, are being consumed by people. And guess who's actually learning the knowledge that's being shared? It's podcast listeners. It gives you a license to be an authority in whatever area you really dream of being an authority in. So if this at all starts to give you a little itch to scratch, just email logan at logantylernelson.com. Again, that's logan at logantylernelson.com. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Just because it does, um, it speaks volumes in, in that sort of sticking out, I think, uh, and, and going through the no- noise is when you do have that sort of, that image that someone goes, when they think of that one thing, they go, oh, yep, podcast, that's that's totally Logan, or, uh, you know, or, you know, motivation, that's totally Les Brown, or uh, personal mm. st- strategy, that's totally Natalia. Um, you know, and that's, I think one of the hardest things though. Uh, so I want to, I want to switch gears a little bit though, um, mm-hmm. sort of, uh, and ask you what's a couple of questions that people can ask themselves to really find what they are truly like meant for. Because I think a lot of young people that mm-hmm. there's so many options and almost we go into paradox of choice and we think we need to do everything. But as you know, when you try to do everything, you really can't get anything done. It's like chasing too many rabbits. Um, mm. So how, how do people kind of hone down towards finding out that, that one thing? Well, first of all, it doesn't need to be one thing. Uh, I'm currently reading, wait, give me a second. There was this article that I recently read. Yeah, it was a Stanford article and it says, instead of finding your passion, develop your passion. And I think that's a brilliant advice. So it was a study that asked a lot of students and and people. And the way how we speak about passion in our society is basically, it creates the wrong assumption or perception of, wow, one day it will come down from from heaven, you know, or it will knock at my door. Boom, passion, here I am. Woo, amazing, you waited for me. And that's not the case. And when we also think in this patterns or terms of finding your passion, a lot of people also believe that, oh, it's just there. I'm brilliant at it and I don't need to work for it. While when we speak or if we speak about developing your passion, it, um, I mean, this, this way of thinking shows us that it is a journey and that you might or that you will find what you like eventually, but you might really suck at it in the beginning. So you need to master it. You need to put in the effort and time and everything. And I think uh, two great questions to always ask yourself as a beginning is, um, what is the biggest problem on this planet that really annoys the hell out of me? So it could be whenever you read an article or watch a documentary or flip through uh, Facebook or have conversations with your friends, whenever this topic comes up, there is some sort of aggression or frustration or adrenaline crawling up in you and you feel it, you feel this tension in your body and you just want to 
I don't know, like get that negative energy out. So when you realize that you have this, maybe that's your reason why you're here. Maybe you are here to fix exactly this problem. It could be, you know, that we are using so much plastic uh, and that the oceans are full of plastic. It could be that people hate public speaking and you need to help them becoming better public speakers. It could be that a woman who has been out of the workforce for quite some time, when they go back, they face bullying. It could be a good billion things, right? You do not, I mean, you can help people, you can help animals, you can help the planet. So figure out what this is. And the second question worth reflecting on is something that you mentioned at the beginning, scratch your own itch. What is this one thing that you always feel naturally connected to? Something that you always read about, something that you always research on. I'm very sure that your calling or your vision is somewhere between these two questions. I mean, the answer for it is somewhere in between these two questions. Hope this makes sense. Yeah, it absolutely makes so much sense. And I, I didn't pay you to say that you should scratch your own itch. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah, because for me, I realized it was a curiosity and the combination of, of compassion that really like was the draino for any depression that I felt. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I talk about depression. Uh, I, I started talking about depression when I first started the show because I was going through it because I thought I lost my passion. I had an identity crisis. And um, mm. when you have one of those, uh, you feel like you don't have any purpose. And when you don't yep. have that, it's like just uh, absolute. Dark. Yeah, it's very dark. <laughs> and um, so thank you for bringing that up. That's really important. Um, I want to though, I want to cater to, I think the, um, the crowd that it does feel like they know themselves. And so I want to go into um, what I call uh, scratching surface curiosity questions where, where, where maybe this just might um, make them feel less alone and make them feel like, mm -hmm. okay, they also know that they're headed down the right direction. So we'll go into those questions whenever you're, um, whenever you're ready. Sure. Bring it on. Awesome. 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 So uh, I think, uh, I think this is a really just uh, more of a deep question, but um, what is what is something that you feel like you're actually doing because of your own desires instead of doing it to try to fulfill everyone else's desires because of all the noise? So like what do you think you're actually doing right now that's truly something that you care about? Learning. I am addicted to learning and self-development. I am that kind of character that freaks out if I don't go through a massive change or uh, through a phase in which I reinvent myself every three to six months. So I read a lot. I have spiritual questions or uh, conversations. I um, have interviews with people from all around the world and I give my best to, to grow my business and, and implement the lessons learned into all of that. So something that I really do uh, for myself. And of course, my, my, my clients also benefit from that. But um, yeah, the thing that I really love doing just for my own pleasure is understanding why we're here. 
understanding what my job is or better understanding what my job is, understanding what will happen when my body isn't here one day. Um, I mean, should we be afraid of death? Um, so yeah, I think anything in that bubble. Um, are you afraid of, of death at all? And what's, um, what's, yeah, what's the, what's the end plan for that? What are you trying to get to? Well, there are so many spiritual retreats and uh, conversation that you can have with people that are out there. And I would love to join more of them in the near future and uh, understand it. Because to be very honest, there are a lot of things out there that I still don't understand when it comes to the universe and are we all vibration and um, yeah, what, what happens after death? I mean, are we reborn? Um, is it true that if you face everything that you needed to face, that your soul doesn't need to come back once again? Like all of these things, I find it incredibly fascinating, but I haven't found an answer that satisfies me, satisfies me yet or, or, and, or, um, I haven't grasped it fully yet to be very honest. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And I think that that's kind of like, that's a process too. You know, it's just a process. Um, you always are trying to, 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 to get a handle on it. And it's, um, kind of cool in that way that it's like, um, I think spiritual is, has a new definition nowadays. It's really like, instead of just joining a, a church, like you can be spiritual, uh, in your community, even on LinkedIn, I believe, you know, and, um, and, and, and really just come together and, and, uh, lift other people up. And, and that's what I do like LinkedIn for is, is that mm-hmm. sort of being able to lift people up. Um, what is, cause you're known on LinkedIn too. You even have, um, I believe if I look at your, your profile, um, real quick, uh, you have on there like LinkedIn, um, uh, LinkedIn trainer, for example. Um, mm-hmm. So does, does LinkedIn pay you to help them uh, train people on how to use the platform or do you just put that on there to sort of like go, hey, you can, you can um, uh, pay me for consultation with LinkedIn? Yeah, the later on. Um, there are quite a few companies that encourage their employees to be more active on LinkedIn, but their stuff doesn't know why to use it or how to use it. But it's not only companies, it's also individuals. So I did my research and I realized that the majority of people, they rather search for LinkedIn trainer than LinkedIn guru or LinkedIn consultant or whatever. It's simply, you know, a little bit of SEO research that I've done. That's why I use this term. Well, thank you for just giving us the the gold right there. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Um, So... What is something um, that you're struggling with? And you don't have to like, you know, get totally like deep and, and totally uh, when I say vulnerable, but if you want to go there, I just, I, I think it really helps someone to, to sort of go, okay, yeah, I'm going through this right now and uh, make someone feel like, okay, um, yeah, she is successful on the outside, but heck, we're all going through something. Hmm. Very good question. For me, 
as I grew up in a very competitive thinking family, I mean, my mom used to be an, an athlete and she was um, like very high in what she did. She was a professional, well, how do you call it, an ice skater. And she was like literally in the highest team in Poland. And my dad used to be a ski teacher. So literally, I mean, since <laughs> I was able to uh, stand, they put me on skis and then I learned swimming and I learned dancing and I learned badminton and I I was always super involved in sports so I I grew up with a mindset of you can do anything you just need to put in the hours and the work and that's amazing on the one side but on the other side it's also a little bit of a curse so I regularly work myself into a state of mind where I'm really tired and I should have stopped earlier. So I literally need to put up post-its in front of my um, screen or next to my laptop and set a reminder in my phone, it's 5.30, close that stupid thing down and go for a walk, do some sports. Because uh, I can easily sit you know, and, and work for, what, 10 hours per day, but that's not good for my body that's not good for my balance that's not good for anything uh so yeah learning to balance or find a healthy balance between work and real life especially when you see your business really you know getting to the next level oh gosh that's something i really need to work on hey logan tyler nelson here i would so appreciate it if you took some time to hit the subscribe button i really want to just honestly live and give. Why? Because I was told when I was young that if you're feeling down, the best way to feel better is by lifting someone up again. So in an effort to make someone feel less alone, please hit the subscribe button so the podcast has a better chance of being found and making someone feel less alone. And if you're feeling down, hey, it can help you. Know that by hitting that subscribe button, you just did someone a huge favor. So thank you for hitting that subscribe button. Oh, you're so not alone in that. I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I get it. I totally get it. What I recently switched over um, and, and take it or leave it, but I remind myself of this question because I'm, I'm, I'm very much in that. I think it's a rat race. I think I need to keep working. Otherwise, I'll never make it. I don't even know what this thing is. Like, what is that thing is? But I remind myself that everything always ends up working out. It yeah. always does. I don't know why, but the universe always just ends up working in one's favor. I mean, even if you get a flat tire, like, it ends up working out somehow yeah <laughs> you most probably you will be introduced to an amazing person who gives you that chunk of information that will change your life and because of that you needed that flat tire yep yep um <laughs> i love it i love it um so i want to go into just um more rapid fire i guess questions where it's just 30 seconds or less type answers uh -huh. but um I really want to know, Natalia, who is one person that you wish you could sit on a bench with, dead or alive, and who would it be and why? Mm, I think the Buddha. I think the Buddha would be totally cool because he meditated for so many years and he went through different kind of 
phases and stages in his life with total pleasure and indulging and total scarcity. And um, yeah, I would ask him a lot of things or um, yeah, figure out where I'm thinking in a wrong way. Like maybe there are ways how he can guide me. Maybe there are tasks that I didn't get yet. So yeah, thank the Buddha. That would be pretty cool. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that, that, uh, that man. (laughs) (laughs) The Buddha. I love it. I, I just, I, I, and, and that's one thing that I love is like, you can make fun of the Buddha and that's, that's part of it. That's like, that's okay. You know, it's more, it's just allowing yourself to be more of you. And I feel like there's other, um, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm probably going to lose listeners right now, but there are other religions that sort of, uh, um, I guess uh, they kind of smuggle you instead of opening you up. So yeah, I see, like, I think of Buddhism not really as a religion. I think of it of as a, as a life philosophy or as a, as a set of rules that will help you making, you know, your life easier and be nicer to yourself and others. Um, so same with meditation. For me, meditation um, is not a religious practice. Uh, I mean, it's self-care. It's just something that, you know, various studies have shown it has a positive impact not only on yourself and your body and everything, but also on other people. So, you know, let's put religion totally at the side. That's something that we can all benefit from. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Uh, gosh. Uh, so I'd like to ask you, though, what is... um. What is something that you had a belief in five years ago or maybe 10 years ago? Um, mm-hmm. Take it wherever you like, but a belief that you had that nowadays, if you <laughs> ask yourself this question, you go, wow, I can't believe that I actually believed in that garbage. Hmm. Oh, very good question. I think... Um, poof, there are so many. I just take, I literally picked the first one that, that pops up my head. Um, I used to believe that, that the world is really full of scarcity and that there aren't technologies yet that allow us to be more sustainable. And I thought that there isn't enough food to feed everybody, uh, just to give you a few ideas. But the more I researched, and the more I learned, I have come to the conclusion, and here I need to be very smart with my wording, give me a second, that maybe not everything that is portrayed out there is actually true. Like maybe there already are technologies, maybe there is enough food, maybe there is, there are alternative uh, energy resources that we could use. Like maybe we could fix all of our problems within less than six months if we really wanted to. But the question is, do we want to? And um, I think uh, there are a few people that don't want to, and that's the major problem. But uh, I don't want to turn into conspiracy theories here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, we could go on a whole another 14-hour long episode about going in the conspiracy. I geek out on that stuff. Oh, same here. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, So... How do you like to consume content? Because you are a very smart and wise woman. And I, I'm just curious, like, do you uh, like to read books? Do you like to do audiobooks? Do you like to do podcasts, YouTube videos? What's your one go-to source? Audiobooks. Because um, you can listen to them 
anywhere. Like for example, yesterday I was stuck in traffic and I realized that a little bit of anger and frustration was crawling up with me. So I was like, well, give me a second and uh, turned on my audiobook, Eckhart Tolle, uh, what was it? Oh, silence. Si oh, what was the title? Something with silence, the power of the now or silence or whatever. Stillness speaks. There you go. And, uh, you know, he got, he calmed me down within seconds. I learned something new. And instead of, you know, sitting in my car for 20 minutes, being grumpy and starting to swear and getting my energy level down, I invested 20 minutes into a few new thoughts. I stayed on, on positive energy and that's it. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love it. Um, that's why I love technology and that's, yeah, I'm a total, um, I'm a, I'm an audio listener for sure. I'm an audio learner, uh, mm. for sure. Like I totally, totally get that. But what is, what is maybe a, a go-to podcast choice for you? Mm, I think the podcast that I listen to the most is the one of Tim Ferriss. He's just brilliant. I mean, that guy is just amazing. Uh, his curiosity and his passion for self-development and for hacking the mm, out of life is just so admirable so i think definitely he's he's the guy um whose podcast you regularly need to listen to and uh, your podcast of course <laughs> you're amazing <laughs> thank you you know it's funny because um tim ferris is exactly what i um i strive to i don't want to emulate him but i do definitely mm -hmm. see that he's doing something where i'm like yeah that's that's the kind of work I like to do is just, uh, from, uh, a, you know, a quarterly period of my life and, and just go all in out and just keep, keep, keep tackling that thing for a quarter of my, my year or life or something like that. And, and he continually does that. You know, I don't, I don't ever want to be known as a person that was like, Oh, that guy was the master that I want to be a master at being a master of many things. So, and, mm -hmm. um, and and giving myself permission to be okay with that because like I definitely have like extreme uh, sort of ADHD and my mind goes faster than most people's so like mm. I, I can go from one thing to another thing to another thing in a very proficient uh, way and and I know it's it's hard for some people to go keep up like if you notice this interview if you look back you're like all right they went there they went there they went there and I just <laughs> we're I on the flow it works. <laughs> um, I think it's more important for people to, to connect the dots for themselves instead of trying to like hold their hand and uh, paint the perfect picture inside their head. I just think it's a, it's a, it's a more of a, 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 a working relationship when, when people do kind of like put up their dots and, and match it together, if that makes sense. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Hey, I want to, I want to get a little glimpse of your, um, your morning routine, a thing that you try to strive to do in the morning to set you up for the right day. So I always start my mornings with meditation, uh, 10, 15 minutes. When I wake up and I realize that there is some sort of awkward feeling crawling up with me, I don't know what it is, anxiety, stress, whatever, I meditate even longer until I understand what it is and literally allow that sensation to to get out of my system um and then after the meditation session session i can then take action so always meditation 
Um, next thing is having a great breakfast. I don't function without food. I love food. <laughs> and that's also one of my motivations to, to get up. Uh, so if you struggle with getting up early, then plan the evening before what you're actually going to have for breakfast. You know, that will make you jump out of bed like, woohoo, awesome, life's good. Um, what I also do is I um, have a look at my to-do list um, that I usually created the evening before that. Um, double check if it still makes sense. And then I focus on the most important thing that I need to do at the moment for myself slash my business. And I focus on that for, uh, I would say, two hours, um, sometimes three when I'm in the flow. Uh, yeah, and then I go into social media work, email work, and then it's usually already... 12 and then the morning is over. Ah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, that's, that's a solid uh, morning routine right there. Um, just got two more questions for you and then we'll wrap it up. Um, the second to last question is where's the one place uh, people can find more of you? Uh, like where I'm spending the biggest amount of my time at the moment. Or yeah, where, yeah, yeah. where people can get connected with you, where if they reach out and they want to learn more about you and maybe work with you, um, where can they go? Sure. I mean, if you like reading, then have a look at my blog, thinknatalia.com. If you would like to have a, an idea of my everyday life and, um, you know, be part of my journey, then Instagram is a good idea. My handle is at think Natalia. And if you're more interested in business hacks and strategies and a lot of content when it comes to personal branding and content strategy, then LinkedIn is the best choice. And you will find me under Dr. Natalia Vihovsky. I love it. Awesome. I'll, uh, I'll throw in one of those in the show notes. Um, I think I'm going to do one because I think that when you give too many things for people to do, they end up doing nothing. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, of course. I'm going to throw, throw on, yeah, for sure, the uh, Instagram one. Um, mm -hmm. and so that'll be a great place to connect with you. Awesome. Um, the last question is, um, is more of something to leave the listeners off with, with themselves, um, a sort of self-inquisitive question, because I think answers are so important, but I even think that it might be questions that we ask ourselves that lead a quality life. So what's a self-inquisitive question someone can ask themselves today? Hmm. Let me think. Um, I think it was Robin Sharma who taught me that. I think there is, you know, there are three questions that you should ask yourself every day. And the question is, what have I done that today um, that makes me a better person? So what is it that I have learned today? If not, well, maybe it might be time to implement, you know, learning or self-development into your daily actions. Um, what is one thing that I did to help others? So it doesn't need to be you donated a million dollars and it doesn't need to be you, I don't know, rescued a, a dog or a cat somewhere on the street. It could be making somebody smile or it could be helping somebody carry bags, whatever it was. And I forgot the third question. <laughs> but definitely when it comes to yourself, so what did I do to learn? What did I do to become a better person? And what did I do to help others today? If you ask yourself these two questions on a daily basis, I think you will 
feel more balanced, you will feel more successful, you will feel happier, and you will feel more successful. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. I, I think um, that's amazing. That is amazing uh, to, to answer those questions. And um, I just want to acknowledge you and say, Natalia, you're doing something incredible. And um, I really look up to you in the LinkedIn space. I go, wow, this girl is always saying stuff that just, uh, that really is thought provoking. It's always compassionate. It's always um, very uh, uplifting. And, and I, I love it when I find people like that. I just want to be around them more. So I'm really happy that you uh, took up the invitation to even come on the show. And, and um, I, I don't think this will be the last time we're talking. And I, I just uh, can't wait to share with the world more of uh, Natalia and Vachowski. Thank you so much, Logan. I had heaps of fun. Uh, thank you for your time and for this great conversation. And I'm very sure that this was the first one, but definitely not the last one. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, we'll let the listeners go. And um, yeah, uh, I'll plug in, like I said, anything in the show notes. And if you heard anything that I said or Natalia said, hey, it would mean the world to us to quote us and put it on either your LinkedIn profile or Instagram and just tag us and, and go, hey, I heard you on Scratch Your Own Itch. And um, if you do so, uh, either of us will definitely reach out to you. So that would be awesome. For sure. Wow, you made it to the very end of the show. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch with your host, Logan Tyler Nelson. To make it to the end, gosh, that doesn't happen very much nowadays. I mean, especially with the constant distraction. So I appreciate all of the efforts that you just took out of your day to make it to the end. And if you hit that subscribe button and leave a review, you would have no idea what that would mean to me. So thank you so much for taking the time to hit that subscribe button. And if you leave a review, check it out. Just screenshot it, send it to me, and I'd love to host your review out on the show. But don't ever forget, like I say, you matter and you're enough. Brothers the main reason for how all this happened. Love for all my fans, love for all the shows. Got love for all my memories, no matter where I go. Even if I'm out to nothing, I know there's always something. It's not a fitness test, but it'll always